Hello everyone, welcome back to the Simplifying Success Podcast with me, your host, Muriel Foley. Do you know what? I am recording this now and I am in a car park, sitting in the car, the sun is shining and it is a lovely, fresh, crisp morning and it's so welcomed it's absolutely gorgeous like it's gorgeous I know winter is truly on the way and I'm not a big fan of the cold I'm not a big fan of the rain however I do like a fresh crisp day where it's like cold but dry and the sun is shining and you're all wrapped up and toasty and it's just fresh like I love I love those days so that is what this day is like today when I'm recording this So I hope you're all keeping well. I know last week I wanted to kind of keep it a bit lighter, answered a few questions, revealed a few truths (laughs) that maybe some people weren't aware of, but it was necessary because, look, I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of intensity going on right now in the world. And obviously the week before I had kind of a bit of a down week and I just wanted to kind of break it up and have something a little bit light and yeah it was well received. So thank you very much for your lovely feedback. So today's podcast, I am going to be talking about electric vehicles, electric cars, because I have been driving an electric car for nearly two years now, like fully electric, fully. And I was, I was, first of all, I was a petrol head, then I was a diesel head. And I, like I did a lot more driving um, before COVID and kind of post COVID, not as much driving for work, but I'm still on the road quite a bit, but not as much. And I went fully electric, as I said, nearly two years ago now. And I, I know that it's starting to kind of even like electric vehicles, I'm seeing them more and more. People are making the change. Some are going hybrid. <clears throat> of course, I have a frog in my throat. You know, some are going hybrid and people are curious, right? And it's like, it's good to see. And I do get questions about electric cars, what I have. Um, so I know that Kiri sponsored my podcast. Kiri's Motor Group sponsored my podcast. And I actually bought my my BMW i4 off of Kiri's BMW a couple of years ago. Um, <clears throat> so I am a customer. And yes, they also sponsor my podcast. Thank you. Um, so I, yeah, I did a good bit of research before I launched into electric vehicles because my main thing was I do a bit of driving. I really want a car that has good range and all this stuff, right? But I did find it difficult to find a source of information that was, you know, a bit unbiased that kind of let it out, let it all out of the good, the bad, the ugly. And then for like with everything, there's good, bad and ugly. Right. And I think if you know everything about what you're buying, it helps you to make a more informed decision because it's very easy to lean into the benefits. Um, But it's good to know kind of the challenges as well. So I want to talk about those in this podcast and to tie in with that, I'm actually going to review what I said last week, which is the new Nissan Leaf. So Kiri's Nissan gave me the Nissan Leaf to drive last week. And I want to talk all about it now this week because it is so it's like I'm, I'm going to do a bit of comparison, I suppose, with my own electric vehicle, because there is obviously like different levels of 
like you'll get your kind of basic electric car and then you'll have your more kind of top tier electric cars that are obviously a lot more expensive that have a lot more specs but it's good to look at the more like the affordable range um and especially with nissan leaf i feel like i kind of put it in the same category of being around this like a long length of time like similar to like the prius you know when you think of a nissan leaf you think they've been around a while um and so with that i find that like i got the bmw i4 right but that was like one of their first kind of coupes bigger cars that had you know fully electric so with that you are obviously taking a bit of a risk when it's the first time that specific model comes out because there'll be some bugs there'll be some kinks there'll be some learnings that even the manufacturers are going to have along the way and i expected that but I suppose if you go for the likes of a Nissan Leaf or like a car that has been around quite a while as a fully electric, you know that they've kind of worked out the kinks, the bugs, that they're they're really after like packing all their knowledge into the next model and then the next year and then the next year and it's just improving all of the time. So if you are in the market for an electric vehicle and it's your first time and you want something that's not going to break the bank, then maybe something like the Nissan Leaf would be a bit better for you because you'll be able to see what it's like to have an electric car you know you're not spending all of your money on um on buying the car and you're getting something from a manufacturer that has been learning and learning and learning and getting the kinks and the bugs out every single year so that like so when i got the car obviously it's a it's a bit smaller than my own one it has like in terms of the battery size it's a bit smaller um but i was actually quite impressed with with the battery so i'll get into all of that um i'll get into the review i'll kind of i suppose weave in and out of the review but i really just want this as well to be um informative for you if you are curious about electric cars and also if you are potentially in the market for it and also if you just want to know right <laughs> i mean i get it um and I, as i said i wanted to be unbiased i know or non-biased because i yeah i think it's good to just let it all out there so um having an electric car obviously it's something that like I would say if you're organized and if you plan ahead you will really really love having an electric car if you are very much a like if you're that kind of person and I used to be this person right where like you drive your car home and it would be like the the let's say a diesel or a petrol car and it would be down in the red like you would have like literally a few kilometers left in the tank and you drive it home and you're like do you know what I'll just get petrol or diesel in the morning and then you wake up and then you go oh my god I need to go to a petrol station before I go to work and it's like that extra level of like oh my god I hope the car makes it but it's also that you have to go to a petrol or you know petrol station fill it up and then go to work so like I used to be very much that person that would drive my car and then be like oh diesel oh petrol and then wait until the next morning so the good thing about having an electric car is that when you have an electric car you generally want like I would always 100% of the time recommend getting a home charger like there's grants available for those as well which is brilliant um, because having a home charger you your car is plugged in overnight and you wake up and your car is fully charged so it's it's really about like planning ahead and doing that the night before and it, it kind of becomes habitual now you wouldn't need to charge your car every night at all you really really wouldn't and even when I had the um the mini from uh the mini cooper the electric one like that range was 
a little bit on the lower side to what I'm used to, but I still didn't need to charge it every night with the amount of driving that I was doing. But you would need to be like, you need to plan ahead. And if you know the next day where you're going, how many roughly kilometers it is, and like the more you drive it, the more you become comfortable with knowing oh my car will get from here to here then I'll have to charge it or I actually better charge it overnight because then I'll make all my journeys the next day no problem so if you're not planning ahead it is it becomes stressful it really does and I know people are like I couldn't be driving electric because I'd have range anxiety and like that is a bit of a con with it right like this is not a con like a con artist but like a pro and a con so that is a bit of a disadvantage of having an electric car is you have like that range anxiety range rage it is a thing like it actually it really really is a thing and if you're not planning ahead and if you don't like if you're if something kind of catches you off guard then it does happen where you're looking at how much range you have left and how far you need to go and if there's a charging station and like it kind of snowballs a little bit if you are in a bit of a stressful um situation but you kind of get used to it like as I said the more and more I've been driving um, electric cars the more I get familiar with how long my car will make it and things that I can do to kind of keep it ticking over to the charging station or keep it ticking over until I get home like there's no winging it there's absolutely no winging it like if you you know if you have like a diesel or a petrol car and it's like it's in the red and your petrol station's maybe 10 kilometers away and you're like it'll make it it'll be grand like and then if you don't if you don't and if you're on the side of the road and you run out of diesel or petrol then you know you you just say hey can someone pick me up or can someone um not pick me up but can someone bring me petrol or diesel in a can and that's great and then they drive to you and they fill you up but like if you're in an electric car you can't do that and it's not like you can just get these now I, I have been kind of looking out for them but like you know like a portable charger for your car I haven't really seen them either so there there is that and like full disclosure that is a thing sometimes if you are cut off guard if you have to take a detour if the charging station that you want to charge at is out of order like it does cause that bit of like a oh oh no like what will I do now where will I go next so that is a bit of a disadvantage of it but if you are organized um and if you are like organized to the point that you give yourself more of a like of a like more kilometers on top of what you would need so if it takes you maybe if something is 10 kilometers away like don't just drive there with 10 kilometers left in your car like have at least 20 or 15 or minimum because you need to like you that's taking a risk if you are just going I specifically only have exactly um, the amount of kilometers I need to get from here to here because you need to factor in you need to have a buffer um, and then that takes away that anxiety quite a bit so I always have more charge in my car than I need to because I need to factor in if something happens then I'll still be able to make it from here to here and so on so technology is another thing right like the as I said about the Nissan Leaf right the tech is improving all of the time so when you are like right now I think we're still in that 
not necessarily infancy stage, but we're into that kind of next phase of electric cars where they're only going to get better. They're only going to get smarter. They're only going to become more efficient because they know that obviously we're like a lot of us are busy. A lot of us are on the road a lot. I know electric cars are very like the ones with the lower range. They're geared towards a lot of city driving, maybe like retired couples, people who don't do a lot of long 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 driving in a day they do shorter trips and I get it right it's super efficient if like if I lived in a smaller kind of city and I just did a little bit of city driving here and there I would get a very like like that kind of I like then you know a, a smaller electric car like would suit me because then I don't need as much range in it so I get that but now I just feel like tech is improving so much that like in maybe a few years time we could have cars that the range will be insane like insanely long and the efficiencies will be even better so look keep an eye out for that but like for my own car the i4 I'd love the tech that comes with it like obviously when you get your car you download an app it attaches to the app so it tells you on your phone how much charge you have left it tells you how like if the vehicle needs any maintenance you can unlock your car with your app all of the stuff it's quite cool um and I just think even when it comes to charging it will tell you where your nearest charging point is and it will also tell you if it's um occupied or not and again I know I'm kind of weaving between advantages and disadvantages but I just want to be fully like this is you know I want to be fully transparent here like when you when you are looking for charging points there are so like there's the e-car charging app which is the ESB one there's and there's loads of other ones because the a lot of them would be independently owned so ESB and e-car charging are like the dominant ones in Ireland but there are other ones as well so I wouldn't solely rely on the ESB app for that because there are other charging points as well that are outside of that but even with that like there is like when I started driving my electric car right I would drive into a place called Junction 14 which is like a huge plaza that has like a petrol station it has food and it's on the it's off the motorway so a lot of the time people driving to Dublin will go in there before they go to the city and they'll get like their food their petrol their diesel they'll chill out for a while they'll stretch the legs whatever they need to so it's a big 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 plaza and they have about about 10 or 12 charging points and I remember when I started driving electric car first I would just mosey on in there charge my car be ready to go in like 30 40 minutes and back on the road again and I just noticed months like over the months it would just get busier and busier and actually the last couple of times I've been there I've had to wait I've literally had to wait for somebody to be finished and it wouldn't be peak times at all it would just be the fact that more and more people are going electric so I know that the infrastructure um it like there is some work that needs to be done in Ireland and I have seen it seen it improving because I do drive from either like Cork to Dublin a lot or Waterford to Dublin a lot or like I'm on motorways quite a bit and it is a thing where again you need to plan ahead you need to know where your charging points are on your way because Google Maps I feel isn't quite there yet so if you're in Google Maps and you're like charging points like it will show you maybe towns that have a charging point but they'll be really far off the motorway so you kind of need to go well like where's the where can I charge my car that I'm not driving miles to um so I think in terms of infrastructure and we'll say even like Google Maps integrating all charging points it's it's not quite there yet but like that don't let that turn you off because 
if you are, like I said, and I will repeat it over and over, if you are planning ahead and you know where you're going, then it, it really does help. So for me, because I'm on the road a lot, instead of going, right, it'll take me three hours to get there without charging my car. So I need to leave at this time or whatever it is, right? So what I do is if I, like my morning routine includes putting on makeup and maybe sending a few emails. So what I'll do is I'll actually leave my house an hour early versus me spending the hour doing my morning bits. I leave the, the house an hour early, I'll get to the charging point and then I will like in the car while my car is charging, I will do my makeup, I'll send my emails, I'll whatever, I'll do my jobs in the car for that hour or however long it takes because it just takes the pressure off because you're on the road already, you're going to get to your charging point and you can kind of figure it out because you have that buffer that you've given to yourself rather than being like, it's going to take X amount of time, blah, 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 blah. So I've started to do that and it is like, it's so, it's so much better and it really takes the pressure off. Like it really, really does. So that's another thing as well. But yeah, it like, it is a thing. And like I have, I've had to go to charging points. I have queued for charging points and I've had to get out of my car once or twice to be like, sorry, I was actually ahead of you. Oh, and it is a thing. It is so a thing. And like, <laughs> it's something that you get used to, but like you kind of have to stand your ground when you are charging. Um, definitely. So speaking of charging so as I said I'm going to weave in and out of the the Nissan Leaf here because the whole episode is about electric cars so in terms of the charging um I now look the range will vary so the new Nissan Leaf the 2024 Nissan Leaf will come in kind of two different specs um one of the specs you'll get a range of up to 270 kilometers and then the other is up to 385 so when I say up to like the like it it's never going to be exactly that so it's never going to be if something says up to 270 realistically you're going to shave like 30 40 potentially 50 kilometers off that because if you factor in things like your lights your wipers if it's a cold day like all of those have to be factored in obviously the way that you drive so always shave a few kilometers off what they say the range will actually be because the the circumstances will be completely different and I've learned that a lot from driving my car now if I drive it in eco mode if I drive it a certain way then when I charge my car my percentage versus what kilometers it tells me will improve if my driving style and the like where I'm driving if that is a bit more on the efficient side then I'll get more out of it so if you're driving the Nissan Leaf for example and you're not going foot to the floor on a motorway every day not having it in sport mode or sorry yeah like not having it in like a higher driving mode having it in eco mode because eco mode is perfect like especially in Ireland like you don't have a lot of roads that you can put the foot down on right a lot of the time you're going through villages you're going through towns bar obviously if you're on the motorway but if you are like if you're driving quite efficiently it will last a lot longer it absolutely will and I find as well when I'm charging it so your home chargers are a lot of them will be universal so my home charger for my BMW was the same charger for the home charger for the Nissan Leaf and to charge my car even 10% on my home charger you'd be waiting about two hours like easily two hours and I charged about 50% maybe slightly yeah, about 50% of the Nissan Leaf charged in the same amount of time 
so the battery sizes are obviously like the battery size of my of my i4 my bmw is obviously bigger and the nissan leaf is smaller so it'll take less time to charge which i was really impressed by like when i plugged it in and i left it for like a couple of hours and i came back and it the car was at like 70 odd percent charged I was like, oh, that's perfect. That's all I need. So I guess why people like the kind of smaller EVs because they, they're less, they're, they take less time to charge. And like, obviously, cost-wise, like, I'm not going to make this the statement that they cost less because I know electricity and everything like that has Im- increased. It probably matches quite well. But I can see, like, if you had a smaller EV like the Nissan Leaf, it'd probably be a lot more if you're doing a lot more efficient driving. you probably save a lot of money doing it that way as well. So... Yeah, I was. I was quite impressed by the Nissan Leaf. Now, the spec I got was the the lower spec, so it like it had it had Bluetooth. If you wanted to obviously sync up your phone and make calls, there was obviously less in terms of like in in your touch screen, like in terms of connectivity and Apple CarPlay, all that stuff. Like there wasn't that, but like that it's a really affordable electric car and I always say like sometimes it's really good to have those cool features but then I know that there are certain people that just don't like to have that many distractions when they're driving they want to just get from A to B or if they're buying a car for maybe like their son or daughter it's their first car they want them to be concentrating on the road as much as possible and I find that obviously if you have if you have a car that's like bluetooth connectivity then there's less maintenance in terms of like as you're driving what you need to press and what you need to you know what you need to do with the car um so i would say that it's it's quite perfect for that or maybe like an an older couple or an older person that wants to drive electric but doesn't want to be fully distracted by everything and just wants to go from a to b again it's perfect for those two um yeah I kind of like I quite liked it I did like I know I'm comparing it quite a bit to my own but I think that that's a fair comparison in terms of like I'm used to driving electric cars so when I do review electric cars I'm like oh I like this and I like that um so yeah I was quite impressed with the charge um quite impressed with how quickly it charged and how long I got out of it so I know that currently the Nissan Leaf is like there's offers on it now where you can pay as little as something like 47 euro a week with it there's like a reduction on it at the moment there's loads of really good offers on it so I just want to thank the sponsor Kiri's Motors and specifically Kiri's Nissan for giving me the Nissan Leaf and letting me experience it so yeah do reach out to them if you want to give it a test drive and just see what it's like because it obviously comes in different specs Um, so yeah you'll definitely find one that suits you but I always say just get in the car just drive the car and see see what it is like so yeah like I think when it comes to electric I know I'm like a broken record here now but like it like obviously I made the change to electric from a business point of view as well like I like when you are a digital company it's kind of like I mean doing your part for the environment you're working online you're not using you know as much you don't have a lot of physical things that you're that you're using so environmentally how I wanted to support the environment as well was driving electric and going electric and I have found like it's like obviously it's it's like it's better for the environment um but also I just think that like it's it's a good like I I feel because of the amount of driving that I do um 
like yeah it just like it's good that you're kind of doing your part and I actually did a bit of research on this as well and just one electric vehicle saves an average of 1.5 million grams of CO2 which is the equivalent of four return flights from London to Barcelona so yeah it's quite cool to know like how much you're saving you know so yeah um and as I said, in terms of like cost, I when I started out before, obviously electricity got a bit more expensive. I was like, I'm saving a lot of money. I feel like now it's kind of leveled out. However, I do feel like I am saving money when I drive that a bit more efficiently. Because if you like, if you start slowing down and you put your foot on the brake, it charges the car. Um, if you are like kind of coasting along, it actually saves the battery as well. So there's loads of little things that you could be picking up. Like I drive in cruise control sometimes on the motorway and I find that it kind of levels itself out and it the battery lasts longer so you will get these little things that you're as you're driving you're like oh on this road because it's a dip I'm actually going to put my foot on the brake a little bit so it'll charge um for me um and there's loads of parts then like obviously if you're driving through little villages and towns and you're stopping and starting and stopping then I find that that helps the battery too like if you're flat out on the motorway and your foot's to the floor and it's a cold day you're going to see your battery disappear like you absolutely are so it's just little things like that to be mindful of when you are driving um and yeah like maintenance wise like it's brilliant all you have to worry about is the battery and your tires like it's actually quite handy you don't have to worry about checking your oil or what's that sound what's that smell <laughs> and like turning your radio all the way up when you hear a sound you're like uh, I'm just gonna ignore it like here like obviously with an electric car the maintenance is just so little you just obviously have to keep an eye on like the tech side of things but yeah it's handy all you need to worry about is your tires really and obviously you're like charging your battery um so yeah like I know electric cars if you are curious I hope that that maybe helped you a little bit because I just wanted to be open and honest about like the pros and the cons because yes it's great from like it's like you have your home charger you know exactly how far you're going to get you are obviously saving the environment you're potentially saving money as well depending on how you're driving um but I know equally that infrastructure isn't quite there yet so you need to be extra cautious of that and I always say as well the only thing um that I haven't found a solution for is like if something happens in an emergency if you only have an electric car and something happens in an emergency and you need to get somewhere overnight or whatever, then that's the only thing. Like if you have another car in the house that's maybe hybrid so that at least you can like get somewhere in an emergency if you needed to. Um, or if you live close by to like friends or family and you can just hop in their car. I know it's a rare thing when you like when things like that happen, like, but I do find that in a case of an emergency, that's where EVs fall down that's where it's like is there a portable charger or a quick option to just get a little bit of juice in the car you know um but yeah every day is a learning day and as I said tech is improving so much and yeah I just think like having obviously the the, the Nissan Leaf last week and I know I've reviewed like the the Mini Cooper EV and I've had a lot of the hybrid cars as well from Kiri's and I just think it was good to have a fully um a fully electric podcast to just give you the lowdown on what it's like so thank you so much for listening i hope that was helpful um i hope that you enjoy your week the sun is still shining down on me i'm delighted and yeah i will chat to you all soon and thank you so much again to kiri's for sponsoring the podcast Bye.